radioinfluence.com. Uh, flavor, flavor, please tell your neighbors Ian Beckles with flavor in your ear uh, Wake up, sports, music, and fashion Best of podcasting What's going on now and what's soon to happen Be sure to stick around, no fast forward or skipping Dropping jewels, you don't want to miss them Make sure you listen Ian Beckles with the flavor in your ear The voice of the people's here it's here. Hello everybody, happy Friday This is Ian Beckles and welcome back to Flavor in Your Ear uh, I don't know about you guys, but I've been enjoying this wonderful weather. You know, get a chance to wear some long pants and some sleeves if you want to, maybe a funky hat. Uh, it's usually hot as Hades in, in Florida, and uh, it's usually just T-shirts and shorts. So it's a nice little change. It'll Hopefully it's around for a little while. Hopefully it goes through Christmas. Um, those of you listening from up north, and I think there's a few of you, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, cold here is 60. And I understand what you guys are going through. I've definitely gone through it with you guys before. So I'm going to talk about a little, some things going on in sports, a little pop culture. And I usually end with a little government, which is um, maybe gets a little bit more serious than the other stuff. Um, this week, Elton John was supposed to play. And maybe I don't look like an Elton John fan, but I actually really enjoy Elton John's music. Uh, I don't know if I sit at home and put on a lot of Elton John. But I know all his songs. Uh, songs mean a whole lot, and I guess he canceled the um, tour or the actually the appearance here in Florida because of an ear infection. And you know he's no spring chicken, okay? So I guess they uh, put a new date out to November of next year. So I know some people. I mean that sucks. If you thought you were going to see Elton John this week and. You think he's going to come back? He's going to not coming back till a whole year, so uh, that sucks. And I don't know if they're going to give people's money back. I don't know if you get a ticket to the next one, but um, you know, I feel for you guys that uh, that 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 fell through. So for all you Elton John fans, you got to wait. You got to wait yourself a whole year. Now I was watching the news this morning, and I have a cannabis podcast as well, which comes out on Wednesday. And it's uh, powered by True Leave, and uh, we talk about you know the knowledge of cannabis and where cannabis is gone and where it is with the government and around our country and around our world. Uh, they had a situation in Mulberry Middle School where a young student brought in uh, a whole slew of, bra- of green hornets. And for those of you that don't know what they are, it's a candy that probably looks a little bit like a Jolly Rancher or Lifesavers or something like that. Um, you know, middle school kids, uh, I don't know if they knew what they were doing, but they found out quickly what was going on because a young man, I guess, brought in a whole sleeve of green, uh, green hornets. I'm going to tell you, I've had green hornets before and they ain't no joke. Okay. I've taken one green hornet before and had to sit down. All right. So this young kid is handing out these very delicious candies. And it's not funny, but it kind of is, uh, to his friends. And his friends were probably enjoying themselves for about an hour until that set in. And then they were talking about dizziness and nausea and a bunch of other things. Um, now, the, what's going to happen is people are going to come out the woodwork. You see, I told you, we can't dis. And, well, that's not about the kids. First of all, everybody's, you know, uh, is it Brady Judd, I think it is? He's um, came out and was like, where are they getting this from? Well... 
it's not legal here, but I know a bu- when I mean a bunch, I know a gaggle of people that fly to, uh, to California, that fly to uh, um, Colorado, and they send back a slew of edibles, all right? There's a lot of people that make them here, but to get them packaged and all the kind of stuff, there's a lot of people bringing them from other states, okay? Everybody knows that. This is just uh, some parent uh, being negligent, that's all. It's not about the drug, right? Kids will get their hands on anything. And everybody's like, how can you do that? Well, the same way that you leave your pills, you know, in your in your bathroom and your kids are stealing your pills. That happens. You know that, right? That's how a lot of uh, dependencies start. You know, people just walking in their, their bathroom and kids know what kids know what things are. Because, listen, if you're an eight-year-old kid, and that's young, I understand that. But if you're an eight-year-old kid and you're somewhat intelligent and you see a uh, a pill case or whatever, and you, you you can Google that and see what it does. So these kids are not dumb. So for everybody out there that's getting edibles from other states uh, illegally, I don't condone it, but it does happen. Keep, keep your eye on it, please. Don't let your kid bring them to middle school because uh, that's a good way to, to get arrested. Now, our beloved Buccaneers, who came off a huge victory last week uh, against the San Francisco 49ers, who are just a god-awful, putrid football team, uh, have the Carolina Panthers coming into town. And if you guys watched the game last week like I did uh, on television, I remember looking in the stands thinking, it's been, actually, not it's been, I've never seen Raymond James Stadium look like that. I've seen the old sombrero look like that in person, but I've never seen Raymond James look quite so barren. They it they say forty thousand. If that stadium holds sixty five, that was not forty thousand. There was at no time that I, do I think there was thirty thousand people in stands. Maybe they're walking around the concourse. I'm not sure, but if there was forty thousand people in there, half the people weren't watching the game. Okay, I'm telling you that. Because on TV, it looked just god-awful. So the Buccaneers thought they were going to rectify the situation, and hopefully they do. It's a shame that they have to do this against a, a pretty good opponent in Carolina Panthers, but they're going to, uh, I guess they're going to give all the season ticket holders the ability to get a couple more tickets. Um, it's even hard sometimes to give away Buccaneer tickets now. You know, when you come from 150,000 waiting lists to – I can't find somebody to give some damn tickets to. That's falling That's falling a long, long way. So for all you season ticket holders, you get a little bonus. I don't know how that's going to help in the future. I would think that you'd be going after potential clients and giving them good tickets. I think that would make more sense to me. So for those of you that, want, that know somebody with season tickets, um, go hit them up. You never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may get a little something out of them. Now, I'd like to get some good news in here before I start talking about politics because politics is not good news to me. It doesn't come out that way. Um, there's an eight percent drop in crime statewide. And that's a, that's a, something that's that we should be applauding. We should be applauding our police force and and maybe some of the new laws that have come come around. But an eight percent is a, is a good number. And everybody's trying to keep our streets safe. So anytime you get a chance to um, applaud uh, our police force, I, I do that. You know, once like everything else, there's 
good cops and there's bad cops, okay? And the majority of them are good. So I got to send them as much love as I can. So let's get to politics, um, a.k.a. Donald Trump. And Donald Trump's not all of politics, but he's a big part of it. You know, I've had people on the air before, off air, have discussions about Donald Trump. Um, that's the most polarizing person ever, for sure. There's nobody is as polarizing as Donald Trump. I don't think it's possible. Now, one of the questions I get is, do you think Donald Trump is racist? And I usually ask it back. Do you think he's racist? Because as a black man, I don't know if it holds any merit for me to say he's racist. Because we all think he's racist. <laughs> or 98% of us think he's racist. I, I like to ask it back. Do you think he's racist? And usually there's a lot of blah, 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 blah. I, and I say, stop. Answer the question. And usually there's a lot of talk going on for, you know, here, there, and everywhere. But nothing is, is answered. Now, nobody ever says, yes, I'm racist. Even KKK guys, they don't think they're racist. They just think they're standing for their heritage. Um, they're just being strong Americans. They're pro-white. They're not racist. Now, when this young lady from, I'm saying that lightly, young lady Cindy Hyde-Smith from Mississippi, um, who, if I say what's the most racist state in America, Mississippi gets top three in everybody's vote. You have to get Mississippi in there. There's too many Mississippi burnings, and when you talk about lynchings, they come from Mississippi. And to have your state representative joking about uh, you know, showing up at public lynchings. Um, there's certain things that I think pe- people should stay away from, period. I try to. I try to stay away from lynchings. I try to stay away from slavery. You try to stay away from 9-11. Try to stay away from the Holocaust. Just stay away from it. It's not funny. It's not funny. And there's really, there's not any good ways to bring up that context. There really isn't. Oh, if he had a public lynching, I would show up, uh, okay, to watch black people being hung because I've just not seen a lot of white people being hung. And when they dug deep, they found out that Sidney Hyde-Smith um, went to a school that omitted blacks. They omitted blacks. I think they had one black student in there. You know why they put that one black student in there? Just so they don't get in trouble. So it looks good. But they omitted blacks. And if that wasn't bad enough, she put her, her daughter in a school that omitted blacks. So you, that's, that's who's running the state. And here comes Trump. He swoops in, represented her, signed off on her. She's a good person. She's a great American. Make America great again. That, you, you wonder why the skin crawls a little bit? is when somebody's talking about public lynchings and you talk about make America great again, what year are you talking about? And did black people have any say at that time when America was great to you? I I would have to have that, that question. And when Donald Trump is pretty much embracing everything that seems to be evil, not everything, but a lot of it, he, he seems to embrace evil. He seems to embrace Putin. He seems to embrace Kim Jong-un. He seems to embrace the Saudis. 
So the Saudis are allowed to take somebody into their consulate, decapitate him, torture him on video and on tape, and they have video and tape of it, which Trump won't watch or listen to. And when asked if he's going to do anything, you're going to talk about how they're a great ally and how we shouldn't mess with them. Well, they can go back to the tapes, and even before Donald Trump was elected, he was talking about the Saudis paying him $50 million for hotels, and the Saudis bailed him out of shit. They bailed him out of shit. And he's not going to touch him. He's not going to say anything. He don't say nothing to Putin. He don't mess with Putin. And Kim Jong-un, he just believes everything he says. And we're to believe, we're to believe Putin. When they say about collusion, he'll say, well, Putin, he, 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 said, he said he wasn't involved with it. Yeah, he's an honest cat. Kim Jong-un, we don't have any more nuclear weapons. That's an honest dude. And the Saudis, I mean, they look honest to you. So that's who he's believing in. You know who he's not believing in? The FBI, the DOJ, and science. He doesn't believe in science. I didn't know you were allowed to just discredit scientists. And we're talking about global warming here. And it's getting to the point when 300 scientists come up with something, you're not allowed to say you're wrong. It's science. It's not religion. It's not politics. It's science. Like math, science can be proven. So you're going to be, you're, you're going to, I'm going to go with my gut. You're going to go with your gut, and you're going to go against 300 scientists? I, I don't know where this came from. I don't know when this started to be allowed, but it's, 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 getting, it's getting to a point where everything that's coming out of his mouth, to me, I, it's, it's, it, it is making my skin crawl. And this whole thing with Cohen, um, if you've been following that, Cohen used to be his lawyer and right-hand man, okay? Dude right beside him all the time, getting him out of every bit of trouble he's ever been in. Cohen was right there. Um, And basically, Trump just came out and said he's a weak person and he's not very smart. So out of all the people to have as your right-hand man, you're going to bring in a weak person that's not very smart out of all the people you have to choose from. And Cohen's coming out now and basically saying that he lied to Congress uh, to save Donald Trump's ass. He lied about Russia. And this is where it gets rich. So Donald Trump is telling me and you that Cohen is lying. Now, I want you to think about this way. Why would Cohen lie to Congress when it's not benefiting anybody. So why would you take a chance of going to jail when it's not benefiting anybody? So Cohen saying that he lied to Congress and Donald Trump is saying that he's lying that he lied to Congress. You see how convoluted that is? You see how that makes my head spin. It makes my head spin. And when you talk about Manafort and you talk about Cohen and all these dudes are going to go to jail, they're going to go to jail for not telling the truth. Who are they hiding? Who are they hiding things from or for? There's only one guy. Like Manafort was as high as can be. There's only one dude higher than him. 
and that's Donald Trump. So all these dudes are going down for the president. And one day he, he'll, he'll have your back. You'll be his right-hand man. You'll be his confidant. He has your back. He, you're intelligent. You're the be- and the next day you're going under that bus and you're a piece of shit. The next day. It just doesn't take much for him to flip the script. It really doesn't. And Manafort's going down. Cohen's going down. And you know what's fitting to happen? Our president's going to pardon them all. Don't think that they don't know that. They're going to get pardoned, and they're going to walk away, and the president's going to smile. I'm the man. Who's going to stop me? You can't stop them. You can say it's unethical, but then put it in the unethical pile. Because there's a big, fat, stank, unethical pile behind Donald Trump that he doesn't give a rat's ass how big it gets. He really doesn't. He's just trying to get through this thing and take care of his finances. And the unfortunate part is I just don't think he gives a shit about the country. It's all about his finances and how he's going to benefit going forward. So I got that off my chest. I need to get that off my chest. Um, I have a cannabis podcast that comes out on Wednesday. My football podcast, In the Trenches, comes out every Monday. And I am now back on 95.3 WDAE and 6.20 a.m. with Ron Diaz, 3 to 7 every day, Monday through Friday. So I hope you're tuning into that. But I do appreciate you guys tuning into these podcasts. Um, We're coming out with some fresh information every single week. And we, we try to keep it as loose as we can. So once again, thank you for tuning in. This is Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear. Everybody have a wonderful week, and please be safe this weekend. Peace out. To keep the conversation going, follow Ian on Twitter, at Ian Beckles, and check out DignitaryRadio.com to get the latest on where you can find him next. This has been Ian Beckles, Flavor in Your Ear on Radio Influence. Flavor in your ear, the voice of the people's ear, Bringing that flavor, flavor, bringing that flavor, flavor. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Hey everybody, do me a favor right now, right this second, stop exactly what you're doing because I get to welcome the famous. Carl Ruiz. You might know him from the Food Network, watching him on Guys Grocery Games. This is one funny dude. I'm a Waffle House guy. Oh, Waffle House. Well, first of all, if I could hire every cook exactly. from Waffle House, I would have an unstoppable team. It's what? It, they the best. They're the best. They have the most old school systems. Exactly. The little things they do, like if you ever go to Waffle House. They do something that it's literally an old school French technique that every high end restaurant will do. They keep their eggs warm in a basket. Yep. They tell you when they yeah. were put up there, when they need to be removed. You've got a period of time. Exactly. But those eggs, the people don't understand cold eggs make bad eggs. You know what I mean? And it, it cools down your griddle. And that's why things stick. And it's just such a simple thing. And to me, it's just such a sign of quality. Like in chefs, you know, like, you know, one of my first stage jobs, you know, overseas, the chef came out into the back. You know, we were all waiting to see if they would pick us to do a stage, you know, work for free in this kitchen. And he came out and he handed each one of us two eggs. And he said, we're going to come in now. You're going to make a colorless omelet. So I see that the French kids, they put the eggs in their pocket. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? 
And then I'm like, holy shit, they're warming up their eggs. These, you know what I mean? I'm like, wow. And, and, that, and from that day, I realized, you know, it's the subtleties between simple and spectacular. You know, it's, it's just yeah. these little things. And, and Wawa, and I mean, I want to the, the Waffle House to go in there and watch these guys. They're, mise, they're mental mise plus. You know, when to put the potatoes in, when to smother them, when to cover them, yeah. when to get the waffle started, when to get the eggs going. I mean, that's a giant menu for that little restaurant. And they do it. Every day, all day, during fist fights, crack deals, uh, gun yeah. sales, whatever's going on in the dining room, <laughs> it's it just unfazed, <laughs> and they just bang it out. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.